You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. Hello family and friends. It's hey everyone. so good to see you, to be here with you. I'm not really seeing you, am I? <laughs> uh, but to be here with yep. you. <laughs> uh, so good. We're continuing with our series uh, that we started last week called yep. Disciple Shift. And we're pretty excited. Uh, it's it's yeah. a big one. It's an exciting one. Um, and we believe that the Holy Spirit is, is really just bringing us back to mm-hmm. what biblical discipleship looks like. And there's a shift that's happening in the body. And that's why we've decided to call it Disciple Shift. A so back good. to the Great Commission. What does that look like? How do we go out and do what Jesus said? He said, you know, go and make disciples. Yes. Um, that's exciting. That's the yeah. mission we get yeah. to be a part of. It wasn't an optional extra. It mm-hmm. wasn't mm-hmm. just for the, you know, amazing evangelists or the paid um, staff members, it's for every single yeah. one of us who call ourselves believers, followers of Jesus Christ. So good. So I'm going to you know, introduce who I've got with me in one minute, but let me just um, again set the groundwork for what we're doing in this series. We're going to be unpacking the what, the why, the where, the how of discipleship. And um, we're just wel- we're, we're welcoming you, but inviting you actually to come yeah. on the journey with yeah. us. Come on the journey and we just pray that you'll be stirred, you'll be challenged, you'll be stretched as we are, as we're unpacking this for ourselves. Very good. And um, really equipped, I suppose, to co-mission with Jesus, to get on board with the mission that we're here for. So this is the best adventure ever. It is. It? It's the best adventure ever. So today... We have the most incredible, amazing, awesome <laughs> Matt Doty with us. Yay! Take, take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> take it easy, settle. Okay. Matt is, uh, for those of you who don't know or aren't part of our family here, Matt is the senior pastor here at Melbourne Lights Church, and we get to, well, I get to work with him. And um, he leads, he likes to say it this way, that he leads the team that leads the church. 100%. And I love that. I love that we do this in team. Mm-hmm. And Matt is a visionary. He is also part of the NCMI Global, uh, what do we call it? Team. <laughs> team. <laughs> yeah. There you go, another team. <laughs> Apostolic team yeah. that um, our church is linked to. And so he's ministered to many, many nations and traveled to many nations when we could. And it's yeah. just an honor and a privilege to serve with you. you, Matt. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks for, that. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in, guys, uh, whether you're watching live or whether you're listening on a podcast yeah. later on. Um, yeah, thanks for jumping on and going on the discipleship journey with us. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, you know, like, as you've just introduced, it's such an important part of what we're called to. I mean, it's what we're called to as believers, but for so many, we haven't actually done it. Yes. Um, and we're just, you know, again, it's God's resetting the church back yeah. to his ways, his plans. And we get to the joy and the adventure of going on this journey of saying, how do we do this better? Yes, yeah, I love that. I love that, and it's not for lack of. For a lot of us, it's not lack of heart or wanting to. Yeah, yeah. we just haven't known how. And I love that now. The Holy Spirit's just shining a light on it and saying, "This is the way. Come, come and do it my way." And He's showing us some practical ways to yeah. actually jump in and do this and equip people to do it. Yeah. So very exciting. So last time uh, we met with. Paul Zanato. It was really fun was to, to launch, you know, the, this whole <laughs> series, and we unpacked what a disciple actually is, and also how important it is to fellowship with the Holy Spirit yes, and what that looks good. like because we can't do it without Him. So important. Today we're going to unpack what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus because it's more than just being a believer. Very good. And I like this. Um, it's going to challenge some of you. It's going to maybe be a little bit offended, uh, offensive, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, John Wimber used to say, um, God offends the mind to reveal the heart. And Oof. that's good because sometimes 
That's what we need is a heart shift. Yes. And if we good. get it, then we can run with God's way, which is amazing. All righty. Um, so let me just quickly read a scripture and then I'm going to ask Matt. I'm going to basically just give Matt a whole heap of questions and he's just awesome. going to be let loose <laughs> on this. I love it. I love questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. So in Matthew 16, 24 to 25, it says this. Then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever mm. loses his life for my sake will find it. That's a big scripture. Wow. Yeah, wow. Let him deny himself. If we're going to go after Jesus, there's a denying of ourselves and taking up of our cross. We're going to unpack probably what that looks like in a little bit. Last Sunday, Matt, you did an interview with your dad, mm -hmm. Russ Doty. Yep. It was powerful. It was a really powerful 100%. interview on discipleship. And um, I'd encourage you to go back and have a look at that and listen to that because it was really, really quite a powerful and oh, it just it stirred my heart. Yeah. But it was actually quite confronting as well. And he said something that was like a bit of a slap almost in, in the midst of it <laughs> to one of the questions you asked. Um, he said that there are two types of people in the church. He said there are believers and there are followers and they're actually quite different. Can you unpack this a little more for us? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I think it was such a profound um, thing that he said. And you know, we, we don't often say go back and listen to something else. But I think that, that uh, interview, whether you want to watch it or listen on a podcast, yeah. It, there's so much gold in it. We're going to mm. reference it over the coming sort of weeks in our mid yeah, midweek extras and on Sunday. Um, and I'm actually going to preach a bit around this thing of of, of are we believers or followers on Sunday as well. Um, but mm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I think if you've been in church for any sort of period of time, um, you can see that there's there's some people who are. Um, they're committed to growing in the relationship with God. They're committed to, to putting things into practice. They're going after more of God. And then there's other people who seem to come to the meetings and be at the stuff, but never actually change or grow or see any sort of impact. And um, I think that, that that's because there's a difference between believing in and following Jesus. And mm. that's you know, what, what Dad mentioned in yeah. the interview. Yeah. Um, believing is not following. So we can believe in something and think it's a good idea and like the, the concept or the premise of it, yeah. but the difference between actually doing it, um, yeah. actually putting it into, into place in our lives. Um, uh, James, the, the book of James says that even the demons believe and tremble. Wow. Um, so True. believing is not enough. Yeah. Even the demonic believe that Jesus is who, who he said he is. But for us, if, uh, you know, if we're going to have impact... And if we're going to continue to grow and mature, we can't just believe that Jesus was who he said he was or believe in the concept. It actually has to become part of who we are. Yeah. We actually have yeah. to follow in his footsteps and in his ways and do what he did. Yes. Uh, the, yeah. the, the whole yeah. process yeah. of mm. being a Christian uh, is from the point of salvation where we come and we, we, we make him the Lord of our life is a process of sanctification where if we're following him, we're becoming more like him. Yes. Every area of our life is coming under his lordship, we begin to Very imitate good. him, we begin to, to, to become more like Jesus. Very until ultimately we go to be with him in eternity, and we, you know, we're there in his glory. And so you know, that, that's the process that we go on mm. when we say, I'm, I'm going I'm to follow Jesus. Um, when Jesus, you know, Jesus calls his disciples, um, and I love this, he says, come follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. 
He doesn't just say, come believe in me. Um, and I think for many, many Very Christians, we've, we've, come to, we've come to believe in Jesus. And, 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 uh, but what Jesus calls us to is to be followers, not just believers. He says, follow me and there'll be a transformation that takes place. Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. It's like as we go. For sure. Like there wasn't yeah. a all changed and yeah. then they, they got it all together and then they came. Yeah. Follow yeah. me just as you are. 100%. And as we go, he began to transform yeah. their lives. And, and that's the, the, the Matthew 28, 19, go, go therefore and make disciples. Um, as dad touched on in the, the interview on Sunday, yeah. it's not, um, it's not the, the word go is actually probably better translated as you're going. Mm, uh, it's so not good. go do this like you know an hour a week on a on yes. you know on a Saturday afternoon or whatever. It's as you're going in every area in every day in every way, make disciples. Yeah, I love. Be that. thinking discipleship. Mm. So I mean, obviously, believing is good. Uh, you know, that's the starting point of it salvation. Has to start. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we, we have to believe in our hearts and confess yes. with our mouths that Jesus is yeah. Lord. That's where salvation, transformation takes place. That's the starting point. Um, so believing is good, but following is where um, impact and transformation takes place. Yes. So believing is the entry, in a sense, if this will help you, believing is the entry point for salvation. But the impact and growth takes place when we move from believing to following. Yeah, wow. Where, where wow. we begin to live in that new identity yes. as, as sons and daughters of Jesus, you know, as new creations in Him, as those who are made righteous. Um, following requires sacrifice mm. following requires us to do something salvation is a free gift it's free we do nothing to earn it we, we we believe we confess with our mouth and we are saved that Come salvation on. happens following takes sacrifice following requires action it requires as gabby loves to say it requires our yes mm. it requires us to say to say yes to god followers say if the bible says it yeah i'm gonna do it yeah I mean, yeah, that might sound overly simplistic, but I think uh, many believers miss this. Yeah. yeah. We, we kind of go, um, you know, the, if the Bible says it and I like it, if yeah. the Bible says it and it works for me, or it suits me. If the Bible says it and it suits my schedule or it works with, you know, the other stuff I have in place, that's great. No, no, no. That's, that in a sense is just kind of believing. Yes. Um, following is if the Bible says it, I'm going to do whatever it takes to, to walk into it. Yeah. And if I'm not seeing the fullness of, of it in my life, I'm going to pursue it. I'm going to yeah. pray for it. I'm going to go after it. I'm going to adjust what I need to adjust. I'm going to ask God for more gifts. It's all of those things. Um, it, it's, it, we often say radical obedience, but it, it's radical obedience, which is normal Christianity. Yeah. You know, radical obedience to who, who God is and what the Bible says is what we should all be living in normally. Yes. We've just settled for something that's actually less, yeah. less yeah. than normal. Um, and it's why we don't see the, the fruit that yeah, they saw exactly. in, the, in the Bible because we haven't actually, we, we've settled for less than that. Yes. Um, we settled for an area of lack. So, um, yeah, I, I think when we have a commitment to follow Jesus, there's, there's a cost that goes yeah. with that and, and there's a hunger that comes and that's what he feels with the Spirit. You know, that, that's what, when, we, when we say, I'm willing to, to pay, the, pay the price, you know, to meet the cost and there's a hunger in our hearts for more of him. That's when the Holy Spirit comes. Uh, yeah, often, I think, um, and, and Dad mentioned this on Sunday, often people who are, are, are just believing are really trying to do it in their own strength. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know, it might not be a question of are they saved or not. Yeah, I think there's a salvation yeah. thing. But they're trying to work out their salvation in their own strength without the empowering of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we can't do that. I mean, we can't grow and become more like him without his presence permeating every area of our life. So when we have that hunger, that's what he fills with his Holy Spirit. When we want to become more like Jesus, he gives us his presence. He gives us his spirit to help us, to teach us, to guide us into all truth, to mm. transform us. Yeah. Um, and when we're, when we're following him, we naturally want to become more like him. And that's where growth takes place. Yeah. So it's, you know, hey, I'm following him. And man, but Jesus prayed for the sick and he saw people yes. healed. I want to be like him. I want to pray for the mm. sick and see people healed. Why, when I pray for, pray for the sick, are they not healed? Mm. God, you know, I need more of your presence. Yeah. I need more of your spirit. It's not, I can't heal anyone. Mm. You know, my, mm. all, the best I can do is put my hands on somebody and they might feel warm. Um, you know, because my hands are warm. But, you know, <laughs> we need the Holy Spirit to come and bring supernatural healing. I can't save somebody. The Holy Spirit has to come and bring salvation to them. So when we're following him, we, we want to become more like him. That's where growth takes place. Um, and we realize we can't do it on our own. There's this hunger and desperation for more of the Holy Spirit because we can't do it on our own. I need his presence. I need his empowering. Yeah. I need him yeah. to come and transform me. And I need to be overflowing. I need his presence to flow through me to transform others. Um, I mean, we, we can't change yeah. anyone without his presence. So yeah. everything flows from that. I guess that first commitment, I'm coming back to the question you asked, you know, can we unpack it? Everything flows from that first commitment of I'm not just going to believe in Jesus. I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm not just going to say, yep, the concepts are good, but I'm going to make him the Lord of yes. every area of my life. Yeah. And I think that's key that he's Lord. He's, yeah. he's Lord, which means I'm not. Yeah. He's Lord, which means you're not. Exactly. It means he's in charge. And so it's on his terms when he said, follow me. The, yeah. You know, the, the, fisher, the fisherman that yeah. he called um, didn't really have a grid yet no. that he no. was the Messiah. They were still questioning that somewhere down the track. Yeah. Uh, they had seen a bit of the evidence of it, but they for hadn't sure. fully sure. seen. And I just felt this encouragement just to, yeah. for some of you, don't wait until you're fully convinced. Don't wait until you feel like, oh, I've seen people healed. Now I can pray for the sick or I've seen someone yeah. set free from a demon. Uh, don't wait until you mm. feel ready. Jesus says, follow me. And on the road, on the journey, yes. he empowers us with yes. Holy Spirit. He empowers us. He teaches you. And as you go and you take those risks and you step across yeah. the chicken line and you begin to do what Jesus did, because that's yeah. what following yeah. him is like. And Matt said that. Um, he, he turns up. He meets you there. And he begins to show you and teach you. And when we miss it, he picks us up and he says, that's okay. I'm going to help you get this right. And the disciples... Yeah. did miss it at times. Yeah. The disciples couldn't see um, healing mm. all of the time. The disciples you know, couldn't see someone set free. And Jesus kept going. He never told them off or said, yeah. go back and wait until you're ready. Yeah. He just kept saying, come along. Let's keep journeying. For and sure. that's what we get to do as we follow Jesus. So don't wait. Just say yes, like yeah. I like to say, yep. and go for it. Follow him and look at what Jesus did and aspire for all of it. It's, go it, for all of it. It's on the journey, isn't it? Mm. I mean, mm. too much of what we've made christianity is theory yes. we talk about it but there's no practice yeah you know we read about it we read the scriptures we say yep that sounds good mm -hmm. but we never do it and so it's all theory and no reality and the, the 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 thing we're following happens and real life comes is as we step out yeah in the going in the doing then we actually can we, we can adjust we can shift yeah. we can go oh whoa that didn't work i you know i need to go back Back to the father. Yes. I need to go back to oh, and say, you know, why isn't this working? Yeah. For a lot of us, we have all these theories about why it will work or won't work and what, what it is. What and should happen, shouldn't happen. My faith, their faith, uh -huh. whose faith, whatever. Yeah. But we're never doing anything about it. Yeah. And th that's what this is about. This is a shift mm. to going, how do so we good. do something about it? And we learn even in the journey uh, uh, yeah, as we step that's out. That's right.
Yeah, it's so good, so good. Um, so I've kind of noticed over the years, like we've been saying, like a lot of the church has, and I've been guilty of this in the past, um, but has, you know, sat on the sidelines. Yeah. And yep. just watched and almost golf clapped the professionals as we hear testimonies and stories and, you know, the professional Christians or Oof, the, the evangelists that are out on the street and we, we amen it or we might mm-hmm. copy and paste mm-hmm. a, a meme or a story and put it on our, our socials and, and think that that's it. And there's so much more. Like yeah. I, I love what Matt said. We've settled. And my encouragement right now that the Holy Spirit, I feel, is saying is don't settle anymore. Come don't on. settle. You were Come born on. for so much more than this. Um, so, yeah, you know, the... I just think it's amazing. Like I, I did read a thing that statistics said that a, a very high percentage, now I don't know if it's 97%, that's what I wrote down, but very high percentage of Christians yeah. have not even led someone to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to see the shift happen. Mm. We actually want to see, um, you know, you and I get off the sidelines, get off the sidelines, be so stirred, so compelled, so uh, yeah, just hungry for the more that God has made yeah. available for yeah. you, uh, that you'd step into all that he's called you to and that you would go, you would go, uh, just say yes and go, jump in. Yes, do um, it. You know, the Holy Spirit has fully equipped us fully clothed us and equipped us and the gospel is enough so our encouragement is get off the sidelines and get in the game yep 100 percent. matt how do we shift then we've talked about what it is but how do people shift like people are saying yeah okay i know i'm actually i'm guilty i'm I'm a believer yes i love jesus but i want to step into following him i want to be one of the radical ones that biblically normal but we call radical but it's biblically normal ones Um, i want to i want i'm sick of being a bored christian very good i'm sick of being bored how do i do this how do i step in and be like jesus and become a follower that's a good question um it really starts with i think being doers of the word and not just hearers Mm. um in james 1 verse 22 it says be doers of the word not hearers only deceiving yourselves yeah i think there's a lot of deceived christians and we blame it on the devil and it's actually not the devil we've deceived ourselves because we've heard the word and we haven't done it yeah you know i i I just have no i have no time for you know to hear any more christians you know telling me what we should be doing but having no fruit in their life yes all these discussions about you know how how we should do it what we should what does work for evangelism what doesn't work but they've never actually gone and and tried it there's a whole lot of great tools. There's a whole lot of stuff that we learn. And, but it actually takes being, being doers, putting it yes. into action and putting it into action in my life. You know, it's not yeah. so much, um, hey, this is, a, this is a great thing, Gabby, you need to put mm. it into action. No, mm. no. It's when I see it, yeah. my commitment is I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to put it into action in my life. Not waiting for the church to organize something yeah. or plan it or do it and then maybe you'll come on board with it. Yeah, and, and, and it's great if, if, if our church or the church that you're in you know, is doing stuff, you know, they're, they're going yeah, on the street amazing. or whatever. Yes. But if we, if we wait for that and it's only those events, we've, we've missed the bigger yeah. picture. Uh, you yeah. know, Christianity is not event based. Yes. It's come on. all of our lives. Yeah. It's as you go, make disciples yeah. in every area, everywhere. So it's putting it into practice. It's obedience, um, at every level. And, uh, I often say this to our church. Um, I have two young, young boys for those of you that don't know, one's 10 and one's almost seven. Um, he's six at the moment, and but we discipline our boys. You have to. I mean, it's 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 interesting that the word disciple uh, mm. is linked to the word discipline. Mm. But we discipline them um, not just because I want them to be nice boys. Yeah. yeah. Actually, to be honest, I, I hate that. I don't want them to be nice boys. I want them yeah. to be radical warriors, followers of Jesus. You know that they're going to take ground and, yeah, and you know I, I I don't want them just to be nice. But I discipline them to teach them to respond the first time 
not so that I look good or so that they're nice kids, but that when, when they grow and as they grow, as Jesus speaks, that they respond to him the first time. So good. There's a reason behind it. I don't just discipline them so that I look better. We should never discipline our kids mm. because we're embarrassed. We discipline them because God has a purpose and a plan for them. And he wants them to respond the first time to his yeah, voice. So good. And so many of us, you know, we grew up with, you know, with broken homes or not, yeah. not yeah. disciplined. We don't understand it. So we haven't learned to respond to his voice the first time. Yeah. We, you know, we haven't had that, that input. So we actually have to allow God, his spirit, to discipline us, to disciple us, mm. to respond to him the first time. So, so that we, we learn that. And that yeah. when he asks us to do something, we don't have all the excuses why we can't or why we won't. When we see it in the word or we hear his voice, the first, our first response is yes. I say to my boys, I, I say, the first I want to hear yes, dad. And I want to say, <laughs> I, I, that, that. I, want that heart, I want that heart to be, you know, when, when I hear God speak, yes, dad, yes, father. Powerful. Yes, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's how we start. I think that's the, how we start the shift so from powerful. believers to followers is, is yes, Lord, yeah. doers in every area. Yeah, it has to. Yeah, and I, we've said it and we'll probably keep saying it. You know, we have to be a people who say yes to God yeah. unconditionally, unapologetically, unreservedly. Just say yes. And mm. what does you, even as you're listening, what does your yes then look like? Because it looks like something. Yeah. What does that yes look like? Matt, what does your yes to <laughs> okay. Jesus, like in Good. a personal way, yeah, look like? for sure, for sure. I mean, you know, that, this is the reality of what it boils down to um, in following Jesus in, you know, in the kingdom. It's, it's Jesus first in everything. So, I mean, that's, you know, it, it, might, it might sound a little simplistic, but that's the reality. It's his kingdom and his ways first in every area. And so like, I mean, you, you can't that's be expected so to know every area the, from the moment that you're saved. You know, yeah. That's why we disciple. That's why we learn and we grow. But it's as you see it, we're committed to do it. Mm. And it's him first um, in every, every area. It's, it's a different way of thinking. Um, the, the kingdom is a different way of thinking. The Bible says be transformed yeah. by the renewing yeah. of your mind. True. We have to have a different way of think, thinking. That the kingdom is a different way of thinking to the world and the culture around us. And it's, to be honest, it's a, it's a bunch of, you know, for me, it's a bunch of little decisions mm. every day over a multitude of areas and issues that all add up to a big, uh, big difference in the end. Yeah. It's yeah. not sort of one big decision. I mean, yes, following Jesus is that one big decision. But the outworking is a whole lot of little decisions in every area, every day, ongoingly to put him first, that results in a very different life than the people around us in the end. Yeah, it's amazing. I love that too. And um, the other side of that is that when you're saying yes in lots of little, to the little things, <coughs> God can then trust you. You will say yes to the big things yes. when they come. And that it doesn't start for with sure, the, sure. yes, uh, you know, the massive, I'll move to Africa, whatever it is that God's, you know, might, might call you to. He start, he's got to see obedience in the little. Like yeah. he wants to see, can I trust you? Are you going to say yes in this? Will you yeah. say yes with your finances? Will you say yes um, to sharing the love of Jesus with your neighbor? Will, for sure. You know, it's lots of the hidden yeses that God is just watching. Yeah. And it really does begin there. It begins in that. It's place. all the little heart check things. Yeah. I mean, the Bible says that that money is that which is least in the yeah. kingdom. It's big for us, but at that which is least, God God says, well, you know, will you put me first with your finances? You know, yeah. will you be generous? Will yeah. you like? The, will you believe me that I'm your provider? So those little heart check things, and you know, will I adjust it? Will I put them first? Will yes. I bring my tithe? Will I give offering? Will I be generous? Um, you know, it's not that. Yeah, to be honest, we say this all the time. The church doesn't need your money because God's our provider. Yes. But so you need to give because it's a heart check. It's one of those little decisions of, is my heart submitted to him? Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, that's what, that's what, that which is least. 
Mm. It's those little decisions that then lead to bigger decisions and lead to, you know, seeing impact in people's lives yeah. and nations and, you yeah. know, the big yeah. stuff. Yeah, he can trust you then with Absolutely. what, what matters, Absolutely. which is people. Yeah. yeah, so good. So, so, you know, there really does have to be this complete surrender. It's living in a surrendered mm-hmm. posture and that can be daily. Yeah. I mean, that for me is a daily thing yeah. and, and I'm sure for Matt too. Yeah. And it's, it's intentionally daily. Uh, and I've had a season, Matt, mm-hmm. where then during last year with all lockdown and, and this year too, yeah. I seem to spend most of my times with Jesus on my knees. I just wow. have this, wow. I, I just, it's just one of those seasons where I need to be on my knees surrendered mm-hmm. to him. Um, you know, he's Lord. I said it before. I'm not. And so when he asks me to do something, I do it. Whether I see it yeah. in the word or he's yep. spoken it, yep. I just do it. It's simplistic, yeah. but I think we've yep. overcomplicated and God is stripping the stuff yeah, away. Come on. He's come on. stripping all the, uh, you know, the stuff we've, we've layered on that is, <coughs> is really um, not essential. They're non-essentials. Yep. And he's stripping it away and bringing it back to the core of what the gospel is. It's, it's not overly complicated, but it's also it's not easy because it, it, it's it right. surrendering yeah. our life. It's they're yeah. they're they are easy decisions in the sense that it's not this this huge theology that you have to yes. you have to understand. Yeah. It's it's lots of simple little decisions mm. that actually adjust our hearts yeah. and bring us closer to Him. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, there's a, a worship leader by the name of Lindsay Lindsay Conant, and she's from the um, Circuit Riders. And there was a song that she sang, and I love. I love this line in it. It says, there's a yes in our hearts Mm. and it carries through eternity. Simple obedience, it changes history. I love that. Our yes actually impacts eternity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's bigger than you think. And simple obedience, I mean, obedience is what it's about. And you're talking about that. Simple obedience can change history. Your yes to God can actually shift history in your family in your neighborhood in your town in your city in this nation we by saying yes simple obedience you know it's the little things we think they're small nothing really is small in the kingdom when god's involved nothing nothing jesus says this follow me and i will make you fishers of men Mm -hmm. so every follower is to be a fisher of men yep jesus asked the disciples this question follow me he said, we didn't actually ask who said it. Yeah, he said. just said, follow me. <laughs> um, but he expected, like we said before, he expected them to drop everything and follow him. Mm-hmm. Do we drop everything for the sake of following Jesus? Are you willing to drop, to let go? I see for just for some of you, um, it's not always easy. Uh, and we've said that and we, we appreciate that. We understand that. And there's been mm-hmm. journeys for us too where it's been hard, but we know that God is good. Yeah. And so we trust him. We need to settle in our hearts. He's always good. Mm-hmm. He's always good. And we can trust him with our now and trust him with our future. But for some of you, you need to let go. You're holding tight to some things. Yeah. Really, I see some clenched fists. You're willing to wow. give, yeah. to say yes to some parts, but there's there's a clenched clenched hand on, on you know one or two areas wow. in your lives, wow. whether it's your kids, whether it's it's um, finances. I'm, I don't know. You and God know that. Yeah. But God today is saying, let go and trust yeah. me. Come, follow me. Good words. That will sort itself out. Trust that I'll take care of them. Trust that I will provide, but let go and follow me on my terms. Yes. I wrote this. I like this because Matt and I often talk about this and say this. But where are the sold out ones? We feel the Holy Spirit saying, where are the sold out ones? The on fire ones, the radical ones, the unapologetic ones. Come on. Where are the ones that are willing to die for their faith? Where are those? Are we going to be those? Wow. I hope you can say yes. (laughs) 
Matt, what does it look like for us to get back to, and we've unpacked a bit of this, but yeah. to be a follower on Jesus's terms yeah. um, as individuals, yeah. but also we've talked yeah. a bit about individually, uh, but as a church, you know, yeah. what yeah, does for that sure. look like? I, I think, like you said earlier, it's, um, it's complete surrender. Um, it's, it's searching out his ways and, and, and adjusting, um, adjusting everything else. Yeah, to, to his ways, bring it into alignment from, from the way I think to what I value to what I put my time into to what I do. It's yeah. all around his ways and that's right. individually. And then, you know, the, the next thing is for us as a church, you know, as each of, each of us as individuals do that, then we say as a church, how do we, how do we make sure that what we're doing is his ways? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's why we're on this journey of discipleship. We've gone, you know, we've been really good at some things. Yes. But, you know, are we seeing the fruit of discipleship? Are we, mm. are we seeing the multiplication that we, that, that we want to see for the kingdom quickly? You yeah. know, not over oh. years and years, quickly, quickly. And so there's a speeding up, yes, there's an urgency so. in this time. So, yeah. you know, it's Jesus first in everything. And I, I just thought of this question, um, you know, around this, because I think, you know, we want to give handles to this. What if, what if for you, if you're listening, what if you started from scratch in your life? You know, you know kind of zeroed everything in the sense of, you cleared your, your schedule completely. You, know, you had zero time commitments. Yep. You, know, you didn't have to do work and you take the kids to school and all the stuff that you had to do. Um, you started from zero with your budget. You, know, you didn't have your, your mortgage and car payments, all the stuff debts, that, yeah. yeah, the debts, whatever it is. And you started from the place of putting Jesus first. What would look different in your life than it does now? Mm. And then the goal is to move toward that. Yeah, well. Because, you know, th there is a reality. Some of us have commitments and you can't just drop everything. You can't just zero everything. But if you were able to zero everything and your, your life and what you gave your time and your, your focus and stuff to was different, mm. then we need to be moving that way. Yeah. We can't just be, oh, it would be easy if I started from, from, from zero. Of course it would be easier, but that's the, that's the, the journey that we're on. I love that. It's really practical. And you can even yeah. just sit and think about what would I do? What would, that, yeah. what, what would I do if I had all this time? Write down what would you practically do? Like what would yeah. you do? Yeah. What would you do if you had all this money? Put those down and let them be practical things that you go, okay, God, this is in my heart to do. How can I 100%. get there? How can I step out and begin to move towards these? Because like you said, life is yeah. busy. Yeah. Life is full. And yet... Um, this was non-negotiable. It was go and make disciples. So how do we do this? How do we be like Jesus yeah. in the midst it's, of life? It's those simple things of going, hey, you know, if, if you want to, if you see uh, giving and generosity in the Bible, but then you go, hey, I, I can't afford to do that. I can't afford to tithe because I have too many commitments, but you're paying a car payment. Maybe you actually need to sell your car and buy a cheaper car mm. so that you can adjust. Because you know what will happen is that when you start to put God's ways first, yeah. then he actually begins to release um, to you. He opens doors for impact. And so some of those yes. things that, you know, we have these excuses of why we can't mm. rather than going, okay, what, what can I actually adjust? Yeah. And it might take some time and it might take some working yeah. out, but what do I need to change? I mean, if you're fully committed, you know, to all the other sort of extracurricular sports things with kids, and I know it gets busy, but there's no time to, mm. to, to, to outreach or to be in church or to, you gather with believers, then things need to change. Yeah. Um, you know, we can't just talk about it and be like, well, too bad that I don't have the time. We've got to, we've got to find it. We have to find it. Yes. Yeah. We have to find it and yeah. we have to be the ones who make that decision and choice sure. and um, be all in that yeah. surrender to his Lordship. Do yeah. what needs shift, what needs to shift. And then let's start moving towards being yeah. who Jesus has called us to be. hundred percent. Yeah, I like that. That's really helpful. Very good. Um, this is not radical or crazy. We said it before. This is yeah, biblically normal. normal. This is what we get to do as 
believers and followers yeah. of Jesus, uh, we get to step into what's normal. I yeah. like this. Did you have something you wanted oh, to say? Just, yeah. just, just, I, I thought, you know, often, often we can look, you might look at, at me and go, you know, you're a pastor. This is easy for easy you. Easy for you, yeah. But, um, like, the, my history is that my parents moved from overseas. You know, we came here as missionaries, in a yeah. sense. They gave yeah. up everything yeah. to be here. This church was planted that I get the privilege of leading the team that leads the church was planted because people said, I'm going to give up everything, not just my parents, but others. Yeah. I'm going to sell everything. I'm going to move internationally. I'm going to do what it takes. I'm going to move in a state. I'm, you know, we're, we're, we're riding on those, those coattails. I mean, you know, I, I have a weird accent, but I have, you know, <laughs> I, I, I was born in the U.S. And I came here, but this is home. I yeah. don't see myself as, a, as an American that's here for some time <laughs> yeah. to do. No, it's like this is sold out. You know, this is the rest of my life. Yeah. Unless God says go somewhere else, I'm Australian. You know, yeah. And even though I go somewhere else, I'm still going to be Australian with, with a weird accent. But we're here forever. <laughs> it's like we put our roots down. This is it. Like, yeah. it, you know, even if it costs us our lives and costs us everything, this is what we're doing. It's yeah. kingdom first and everything. And exactly. that's, those are, that's the shoulders we get to walk on, you know, or stand on in a sense. And... Uh, yeah, I think that you know, we don't often see the sacrifice that's gone beforehand. We think, oh, it's so hard. Yeah. But actually, people have sacrificed so that we can walk in the freedom that we're in yes. and see the impact that we're yeah, having. Yeah, exactly. That's really powerful. It's really good. So DC Talk um, said this in their Jesus Freaks Martyrs book, Book of Martyrs. Um, it's a really great book, an old one, but an mm. awesome book. It, they said this, you may never have to face the decision to die for your faith. We may not here, you know, in Western nations, that's the reality. But every day you face the decision to live for it. Come on. If one man or woman is willing to obey God, it can change the destiny of millions. Like we said that before. Why not you? Why not me? Absolutely. Come on. So in Luke, we, we are going to wrap up quite yeah. soon. Let me read a scripture. Luke nine fifty seven to 62. I might skip a little bit of it, but this was another little mm. uh, challenging, strong. Um, Jesus used strong words. Yeah. He didn't mix, you know, he was not, he was not scared of confronting and using 100%. quite powerful, strong 100%. words to all sorts of yep. people. So as they were walking along the road, someone says to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus then says, well, foxes have dens and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Yeah. Uh, it's almost implied. Are you still willing to come? Yeah. Then he said to another man, follow me. The man replied, oh, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And this is so good because it just represents, you know, the busyness and the things of the world that yeah. we're, we're so caught up in. We're distracted by the good things, too. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad thing. But Jesus told him, let the dead bury their own dead. You, however, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me bid farewell to my family. Families do matter. Yeah. But sometimes we let family get in yeah. the way of following Jesus, Jesus. of doing yeah. what he says. See, Jesus is king. Your kids are not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then Jesus declares, no one who puts the hand to the plow and then looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. I mean, that's mm. strong stuff. Yeah. They're strong words. Um, if you were put to put it in language that makes sense for us yeah. today, because we're not farmers, we don't yeah. Uh, yeah. work the land, we don't even often have a, that <laughs> yes. sort of a yeah. commitment to family yeah. in this culture. You know, um, they, may, they may not be the excuses we give, but what, yeah. what are the sort of things in our context that yeah. we might put you know, at Jesus and say, well, actually? Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, it's, it's bringing everything under his lordship, isn't it? So, I mean, it's, you know, I might not say, you know, let me go bury, bury my father. It wasn't that his father had died. It was that... Yeah, you know, it was like wait till you know my father 
my father passed away, I get my inheritance. Yes. Yeah, I can afford to do it. It's yeah, for, for yeah, us it might yeah, be uh, well, good. what am yeah. I? Yeah, what's the traditions of my family? What are they going to think about me making these decisions? What are they going to think about me being sold out? Um, yeah. You know, it's those sort of things. It's yeah. um, you know, it's well, you know, wait till I wait, wait till I've made enough money, or I'll wait till I. You know, often it's like, wait till I'm married or wait till I yes. bought a house or wait till I'm, you know, I can afford to, to, to do this. Yeah, you know, or my can, kids have grown up a little bit. Yeah, or, or yeah, yeah the, my kids are older because they, you know, because they, they go to bed early mm -hmm. and I don't want to bring them out at night or, you know, wait until they've, you know, then it's older, you know, older again because, you know, it's easy to deal with them or then it's older again because they're not playing <laughs> sport anymore or, you know, there, yeah. there will always be something. They will. And, uh, it's, you know, Jesus is not saying, you know, don't love your family. Yes. But he's saying, there's nothing that comes before him. Yeah, there's nothing good. that comes before following him. Very good. I mean, you know, I, I love my boys, but they don't come before following Jesus. Mm. Um, they, they, you know, they come on the journey with us. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I mean, we come and we, we pray, we pray here, um, you know, often, you know, as a church, but we have a big whole church prayer meeting once a month. Our boys come. Yes. We bring them to it. We bring them to meetings. They come and sleep on the floor of the church building. They come and sleep on the yeah. floor in leaders meetings all the time. Yeah. Um, because they're on the journey with us. Yeah. They're not an excuse not to do it. And that's what Jesus is saying. There, there is no excuse. Everything comes under his lordship. It's not wait till my business has, has got established and made enough money. Mm. I'm going to take a year off of church to get my business running mm. so then I'm released to do kingdom stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. Everything's under his lordship. Um, so, it, you know, again, it's, is he first in everything? Yeah, very good. Very good. I love that. You can't take the teachings of Jesus and separate them from the methods of Jesus and get the results of Jesus. Some Hello. of us are wondering why things aren't working. <laughs> yeah. Why when I've read this yeah. and why is my look, life look so different? Yeah. It's because you're not doing what he said. Oof. You're not following Jesus oh, the way he asked us to. Pretty scary. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is all in love. This is, uh, you know, sometimes we need a, a, a Holy Spirit like it's uh, a wake, wake up. up. Yeah, it is a wake you know? up. We do, and it's, it's a good thing, and mm -hmm. it's, it's an exciting thing. Yeah. It's exciting because the church is waking up. We're actually stepping into our sonship and daughtership. So good. I love that. All right, we're going to end with this question, yeah. I think. What do you feel, Matt, that, um, the Holy Spirit is doing in our context here, yeah. but even in the wider church context in terms of discipleship? We've touched on it a bit. Yeah, um, is there good. anything very else good. to add to that? Yeah, just, just simply, I, I think there's a reset, and I think it's, you know, um, I've mentioned this, you know, through the season of COVID and being able to meet and the different restrictions that have happened. I think God's allowed some of that. I know not everyone likes that, you know, that and everyone wants to blame mm -hmm. the devil for all of it. And I don't think God released it. No. But I think God's allowed this to reset his church back to his ways and his purposes. So I think there's, you know, there's a reset to priesthood of all believers. It's yeah, not so just good. the professionals. It's not just the chosen few. It's, it's all of us. We are all a priesthood. All chosen. We're all chosen. <laughs> we, you know, we're all yeah. equipped. We're all empowered. Um, it's, it's time to stop being spectators and to get into the game. Yes. It's time to stop sitting on the sidelines and saying, I'm bored and I don't like, and I've got all these theories mm. about why it will and or won't work and, and opinions, but not actually doing anything. Yeah. Um, that, I think that's the season for that is done. Yeah. There actually just isn't room for it anymore. So I think for us, there's a, an accelerating, there's a resetting, but an accelerating and God's, God's rise, raising the tide. Yeah. Of expectation, the yes. tide of faith. And you know, our prayer is that everyone uh, rises together that nobody's left behind yeah. but I actually think that God's also jealous for his glory yes, and yes. and he wants to see people saved and so if we're not willing to say yes and get on board with what he's doing then people do get left behind yeah yeah that's not the heart we no. want to bring people with us we want to help people come through we want to answer questions we want to disciple and train but there's a there's a rising level yeah and it, yeah and there's something stirring there's something you know, the, the fire is getting 
you know, getting hotter in a sense uh, of you know, we just can't sit back anymore. We can't sit back. We have to go for it. We have to be 100%. And so I, you know, I want to challenge you. If you're watching, if you're listening, what is your 100%? You know, yeah. what, what is it? Yeah, Gabby said this. What is it that you need to let go of? What is it that you need to change? What is it that you need to adjust that you become a full-on sold out follower of Jesus, yeah, not just on. a believer who shows up to a meeting every now and then and checks into the coolest conference once a year, but is sold out every day in every way saying, my life is for Jesus and I'm going to make disciples. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I love that. Um, I think that's super challenging, but super encouraging too. Mm-hmm. And I just had this image of, of um, just as we end, is this picture of almost like a coach saying, come on, I want you in my team. Yep. I want you in my team. Get your boots on, do up your laces yeah, and run out on the field. It, and like Matt said, you know, there's, this, it, there's something really powerful about what you said. And it's quite prophetic that the Holy Spirit is calling us all to get out of the stands, put your boots on and get in the game, yeah, get in 100%. the game. And, um, it's just, it's for all of us. Yeah. And I hope you're, you're feeling excited. And I hope even now, whether you, you get it fully or not, yeah. just say yes. Very say good. yes even now. Just say yes and <laughs> let good. Holy Spirit direct you. Let, let the Lord show yes. you as you go what it's going to look like. And you, I, I promise you, you will yeah. be on the adventure of your lifetime. It won't be about so you listening to other people's stories. Suddenly you're going to find that you're in the middle of your own story. That so you and Jesus together are going to have an amazing um, story after story because we, we often say the book of Acts is still being written. Yeah. What is being written yeah. about you? What is being written about me or Matt? Let's get in it. Let's get the boots on, get in the game and go for yes. it. So Matt, do you want to pray for us? Absolutely, we'll absolutely. End? Lord, we just thank you, uh, and we we thank you for your presence. We thank yes, you Lord. for your empowering. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you are um, you are uh, lifting the level, Lord, of expectation yes. of faith, Lord, yeah. Lord, that we're seeing, Lord, more salvations, more healings, Lord, more of the miraculous, Lord. Lord, we want to be those who are followers. Yes, of Jesus, Lord. We yes, want to be sold-out followers, Lord. Not just believers, not just spectators, not those who come every now and then, but every day in every way that we're living for you. And so I pray right now for each person that's watching, each person that's listening back, Lord, would your presence, Lord, invade their space? Lord, I just thank you for your presence right now. Lord, just come yes, upon Lord. them, Lord. Lord, the things that we need to lay down, Lord, Lord, would we lay them down? Lord, and would you adjust right now? Would you shift mindsets, shift expectations? Mm-hmm. Lord, that we would say yes to you, yes to being followers, Lord, and that we would walk that out, Lord. Lord, even in the, in the weeks and months to come, yes, that we would Lord. walk it out. Uh, I just feel like there's even somebody, you might be watching today or you might be listening and you're not in a local church. Mm. And, uh, and I just felt like God's saying, I and mean, that's not what we've been talking about, but God's saying, I, I want you to walk this out in family. I want you to walk this out in community. Um, you know, I, I want you to get around other disciples. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're not in church, I want to invite you. Come. Come to church. If you're listening from a place you're not close to us, go find a church that believes in Jesus, that's making disciples and get involved. Don't do it on your own. Get involved because God wants to use you right now. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. Thank you for your presence in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. That was full on. That was powerful. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. We uh, look forward to having you join us again next week for our midweek extra, uh, where we'll continue the journey of discipleship. But until then, God bless you and get out and um, just love people. Tell them about Jesus. Be fully you, full of him. So good. God bless. See See ya. ya. 
We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If you have any questions or would like more information, please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au.